From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 141. Today's show is brought to you by Hover, Simplified Domain Management, and Hoban Cards, affordable and beautiful custom letterpress printed calling cards. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined, as always, by the one and only Mr. Bradley Dowdy. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Welcome. I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to The Pen Addict, a weekly show where we look at pens paper notebooks and such i always feel like we should have one of those masterpiece theater intros sometimes because it just sounds it's just it's funny the pen Attic podcast is just funny it's just like this thing actually exists and uh you know it's you know just have a parody of ourselves sometimes we should we should do that welcome. <laughs> we'll have to sit in our tweed jackets and our pipes welcome to calligraphy corner <laughs> oh man i needed a laugh i need a laugh I've been stressing out, Mike. I, I needed a laugh. I know uh, you have this made. week. So yeah, so uh, let me take some time in the beginning of this show to get a little uh, analogy on okay. you and uh, talk about the feels because I had an interesting week last week, and it was a very kind of hectic week in the online realm, um, especially for me. Um, it was very. Um, busy in my brain a lot last week, um, all the way up until yesterday when I was planning for this show. So if for those of you that follow me on Twitter, um, you will know I got a little bit involved in um, a couple of things last week. One was the Estherbrook, uh, the new Estherbrook um, launch, which, you know, I've been talking about for a few weeks now. Um, that took another step last week. And also the leap in on kickstarter it's a new titanium pin that is launched on kickstarter so both of those things were kind of on my mind last week and i had i spent a lot of time following up on those tracking some things down um putting my thoughts together um raging admittedly a little bit on twitter and you know going through this you know i get i get pretty ticked off um, when I feel that people aren't doing the right thing, especially when it comes to the pen community, you know, I'm, I'm nobody's savior. I can't protect everyone, but I do feel a little bit of a responsibility to point some things out from time to time. I take that not too far, but I come up to the edge. I mean, I'm like really close to that line sometimes. Of going you too are far. a very passionate person. Yeah, I I don't like being toyed with. Sure. And I will make my opinions known in that case. And when I see people, when it involves other people's money and I can do something about it, I tend to get involved when I think there's something nefarious going on. So that takes a toll mentally on me. And I didn't realize that as much until Sunday. So let me tell you how my Sunday went. So it's just me and the kids on Sunday and my wife's working and I'm meeting Jeff that afternoon to drop off some relay t-shirts. So yeah, I don't have a whole lot going on on Sunday. So I'm just chilling with the kids, with the family. And I know that I have so much to talk about on today's show that I start the show notes early. I usually don't start the show notes to like Sunday night, early Monday morning, something like that. But I knew I had just a ton I wanted to talk about, about the leap in and about Esterbrook. So I started writing the show notes. 
for this episode, knowing that it's going to be a bunch. So I'm putting everything together. I spend probably well over two hours putting together about seven pages of show notes for this show. Um, putting together all my notes on the Lee Pin, what I think's going on there. Putting all together my notes on Estherbrook and what I think's going on there. And, you know, I'm done. I spend that time doing it. And I'm fine. You know, I'm like, this is what I'm going to talk about on Monday. And we're going to cover this. We're going to get down to the nuts and bolts. And we're just going to, you know, let everyone know what's going on with these things. And, you know, I let you know I was firing off tweets. I was still kind of fired up. And, you know, so I go through the day. And Sunday, I'm just in a rotten mood. Like, all afternoon. I've got the kids. We're just hanging out. You know, we should be having having a good time chilling. And we do. You know, we you know, just do some normal things, but I've got a headache all day. You know, I tell my wife, wife, like, man, I'm really down today and I don't know why. And it's just kind of, I've just kind of had a rotten afternoon when there was no reason to have a rotten afternoon. So I don't think anything of it. I go into work Sunday night and I'm just cruising along through work and it hits me sometime. I don't know what time. (laughs) What time I texted you or or tweeted you? It was like four or five o'clock in the morning, my time. I was like, "Hey, you know, it's hit me how much brain time I have wasted on the negativity of the Lee Pen and Esterbrook, and it really kind of hit me at that moment how negative I had been all last week." when talking about it on Twitter and getting my blood pressure up about these types of things. And it kind of hit me and I was like, you know, I'm kind of my own worst enemy in this case where I latch onto something like that. And I'm like hunting it down to the nth degree. You know, I just can't let some of these things go. And there's just really... You know, I feel like there's something I need to say about these things and I want to pound on, you know, these people who I think are doing wrong. And I was just, I didn't realize how, just how negative I was being. And it was really getting to me. It was like really getting in my head, you know, that, you know, I have a passion about this stuff and it kind of affects me negatively when I see just creepy things going on like this and you know I want to point them out and do this thing but I want to do a little better job of myself being a little bit less negative and forceful and aggressive about the things that I'm ticked off about I think I need to approach it from a different way I don't know the details (laughs) on how I'm going to approach that because we're still going to talk about these things right we're going to talk about the leap in today and we're going to talk about Esterbrook today but we're not going to do it the way I wrote the show notes up, which is a really aggressive, negative type of thing. Um, I want to approach it in a little bit of a different manner. I want to provide some information. I want to provide my opinions on what's going on. And then I want to let it go. I can't, I can't solve these problems, right? I'm just a guy on a podcast about pens. I can't fix Estherbrook, you know, I can't fix Lee Pen. I can state my opinions on what I think is going on. People can make their own decisions. And then uh, I want to move on. I've been letting these things linger in my brain too long, and they're taking a toll on me, uh, to be quite honest, in just a mental capacity. So 
that's my thoughts on, uh, you know, kind of getting this out in the open and just kind of how my week went last late last week and this weekend. And I wasn't really thrilled with myself, um, I guess is the best way to put it. So with that said, you want to get into it just a little bit? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for you, though, that you're doing this because you... You will you allow yourself to get too upset about it, and not that these things aren't upsetting because they are, especially when they affect you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as as one as a friend, I ju- I just worry about you, so I'm I'm happy that you're you're seeing it. And sometimes yeah. you have to you have to get into a place yourself to realize. Um, and and I think you kind of got there, which is good. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I I can definitely see it, and it, it took me a little while. And it's been a long while, you know, I mean, you know, I haven't necessarily gone like berserk over so many things, but like when we were doing the visionaire stuff, you know, that, you know, permeated my thoughts for like a month straight. It was just constant. And it was, there was no positive coming out of that, um, you know, but there was some jokey type aspects and those are always fun to point out. And that's what I I enjoy doing. You know, I like to keep it light and fun here. I don't want to get serious and have this big negative podcast where we're just like pounding on people. There's no reason for that. So I want to talk about these topics and, um, you know, we'll go from there. We'll see how it, see where it takes us, see where it goes. But, um, you know, I don't want to, I'm going to, I'm going to work on myself, Mike. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a work in progress. Hopefully I can stick with it. I think I can. It's something I want to do because I've seen how it's affected me personally in this past week. So let's let's get started with the leap in. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So I was first introduced to uh Mark Anthony Lee, who was who has launched a Kickstarter project called the Leap In. Um and he he emailed me before the Kickstarter, said you know, he wanted to reach out to me. He's gotten a bunch of good feedback on Reddit about the pen design and wanted to know if I wanted to review the pen. And, you know, I looked at, you know, what he had done on Reddit and I told him I was a little uncomfortable with how he handled himself on Reddit. I thought he he basically bait and switched the the Reddit thread. And, you know, he posted a picture of his new pen, asked everyone under the premise of, hey, tell me your favorite pen. And then people asked him about, hey, what's that pen in the picture on Reddit? I said, you know, I actually replied to him. I said, that was a little bit underhanded. I didn't think you'd handled that well. Um, so I turned him down. I just didn't, you know, you can tell right off the bat. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel good about this. So I let it go. That was it. He said, Mark's been nothing but nice um, through this whole thing. Um, it, he honestly reminds me a lot of Morgan from Visionaire. Morgan was never anything but nice and, you know very positive and you know no that's not how i see it you know i've created this pen and a lot of the similarities are with mark um on the leap in so you know we talked about the reddit thing and i passed on reviewing the pen a couple weeks later i hop on kickstarter and i'm looking at i don't know what and then i remember about the leap in that it's launched so i go look at it and i see it's done like 30 something thousand dollars i was like okay and then i started reading the comments and there were a few people mentioning this pen that, hey, this looks awfully familiar. You know, I see this pen from a company called uh, Titaner. We're going to have a bunch of links in the show notes for this for this podcast, which everyone can get at relay.fm slash pen addict slash 141. So there'll, there'll be all the links that I found about this pen and some of the and, you know, just some of the other um, 
products that look similar to the Lee pen. So I brought that up to Mark and I, you know, I told him I was really concerned that, you know, this is another visionary in the making. I don't even know if he knows what visionary is, but he can look it up if he wants to. And, you know, he, he basically says, you know, I appreciate the criticism. Let me tell you what I'm trying to do. And, you know, he says, my design's different. I'm familiar with Titaner. I'm friends with them, you know, do things, you know, I've talked to them about it and my pen's not the same. It's like, okay. So I said, I, that wasn't an acceptable answer to me because this is what I see. And I laid it all out there. Um, there's a company called Four Sevens, which we talked with our friend Tony Scalambrini from Everyday Commentary a couple weeks ago. Um, they make flashlights, right? They're in like an outdoor tactical type place. And at one point, they had a titanium pen. And guess what it looks like? It looks like this titanium pen, which looks like the Leap Pen. So what I think is happening, and this is my opinion, putting two and two together, what I think is happening is Mark is going to contract with Titaner to build the pen that he wants based on their general design for a pen. Now, Mark points out a couple differences in his pen and what Lipen offers just in bulk. And the butt end of the pen is different, but as I pointed out to him on the Titaner website, they offer different uh, screw-in um, accessories to the end of the pen, which is what they did for four sevens. They offered up a glass breaker for four sevens that screws into the end of the pen. And Mark's is a little bit different. You know, it's a little bit longer, so you can post the cap on the end of the pen. So I said that, you know, my opinion is that he's going to work with Titaner to make this pen. And understand, as with the Visionaire, that's perfectly fine. You're going to get a fine pen. You're going to get something that writes. But you're not going to get an original design, I don't believe. You might get a tweaked design of an existing pen, which is what Morgan the whole time was getting, trying to get through with the Visionaire once he really got called out on it. And I think that's what's happening with the Lee pen. My opinion. I don't know for a fact, and I never will. So what really kind of drove that point home to me was when... Mark replied to me that we're not purchasing. This is from an email from Mark. We're not purchasing this pen in bulk from Titaner. We have addressed this in our backers only update. We are, which his backers only updates are private, by the way. Just mentioning that. We are in touch with local and nationwide Titanium Mac manufacturers to get the Lee pen done in the U.S. So this is where he messed up, in my opinion. You cannot say you're in touch with local and nationwide titanium manufacturers to get the Lee pen done in the U.S. if you haven't done that previously to launching your Kickstarter to set the price. There's no way you'll know what the price will be. Isn't that also against the current Kickstarter rules anyway? Yeah, I yeah, I mean... Because he doesn't have any idea on how the thing's going to be produced. Right. So that's where I think he messed up in providing that information that that gave me a lot of information i think the fundamental problem like and and my concern with this stuff like when i was reading because i've read the 
the emails. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I should say that. I don't even know if we should. If you. Well, no. I put the epic reading. show. No, I put the epic show notes in just mine and your document, and I'm not sharing all of that. You right. know, I'm backing down on a lot of the things I was gonna say. Yeah. But um, I wanted to. I'm trying to paint the picture though of how this all came together and how I'm coming up with my opinion of what's happening with this project. Totally, I get it. I get it. Uh, um, my like the thing is though, like with this stuff, it's it's kind of like. And I think you, I, I think that you feel this way a little bit. It's like your word against his word against your assumption, mm-hmm. and where it seems obvious what's happening, there aren't facts, and facts are the issue. Like mm-hmm. when I looked at the when I looked at it looked at it all over, like I looked at the Titana products was like that looks different but then when i looked at the four sevens one i'm like ah okay because i didn't get from from the email conversation what you just said then which is like that they can customize it it looks exactly like the four sevens one so Mm -hmm. it looks totally like it and he doesn't well he kind of addresses what you're what you're saying but i don't know i think fundamentally what something that i can't get my head around is if he is lying to you like Mm -hmm. how people can do that um, that's kind of like where my, where where my kind of logic breaks down, which is where I, I tend to try and think that people are uh, ultimately good, which is a failing of mine, because um, not everybody is, right? And it's got right. me to some sticky situations in in my mm-hmm. life. Sure. Um, but that's that's cause, but it, it does seem weird. But like you can't you can't prove it with the information that you have. But right. but. He has stopped contacting you. Not to say he won't, because yes. he may do, but currently, sure. Sure. from what looked like a very active conversation, that has gone mm-hmm. dead. Right. He may just right. have thought the opposite of you, like, I'm not getting through to this guy, clearly. Right, right. So I'm just going to stop. I don't know. So here's what I think. I 100% do not believe Mark is lying to me. I believe he is telling me the truth insofar as he is designing this pen but what he's what my belief is he is designing this via titaner titaner will produce what he wants um the additional accessory that i haven't mentioned yet is there's a screw in back in the back of the pen and that doesn't show up anywhere on titaner's page so i think he's probably working with them to make this pen what i think is going to happen he's is there'll be eventually when this you know kickstarter wraps up that you know he will discover miraculously you know air quotes that he can't get it done affordably in the u.s and therefore he's going to um get it manufactured in china and that's fine you know so i i just wanted to point this out that you know i was asked in an email by someone and i I can't remember the name he's like how do you know if a kickstarter project you should back it or not and i was like you don't know you absolutely don't know but what you need to do is take advantage of Kickstarter's extended time frame for these projects. You have 30 days to figure it out. You can back it on day one and back out of it on day 29 if you're not comfortable with what you've discovered in that interim. That's the best advice I can give any, anyone. You know, I did a review today trying to point out the positive conversations I had with someone doing a Kickstarter project. And those are the type of conversations that make you feel good about a project. The conversations I have with Mark only raise questions. So you have to determine, you know, which, wh- who are you going to put your support behind? 
And, you know, with Titaner, I'm sure Mark's going to deliver a pen to you. It's, I just don't feel, in my opinion, that it's going to be some new original pen. And that's kind of it. I mean, you know, I think it's, it's coming from a, just like 4.7s worked with Titaner to get a branded 4.7s pen based on Titaner's designs. I think that's what's happening here. So, you know, I, I just, that's where my questions are with this. Take it for what it's worth. My opinion, you know, Mark's doing real good on this project. He's going to end up making a, a pretty good chunk of change. And, uh, you know, we'll all move on our with our lives, with our uh, with our leap in, you know, except for me. I'm not backing that one. So. I feel like that there's something that you've mentioned it and we've mentioned it every time. But I always feel like it's important to stress when we talk about these projects. It is not bad mm-hmm. to have a pen made in China. It's not. It's but absolutely it's about, not. It's about, and again, not saying that Mark is doing this because we don't know. Um, but if you are getting it made in China, you need to either be upfront about it or when you're asked, tell the truth. You know, that's funny. That that kind of leads us in right into the next, pro- next topic, I'm don't sure, you think? I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you ready to talk about Esterbrook? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't read this part, by the way. Yeah, there's there's not too much you need to okay. read. I mean, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, you know, I spent hours doing this, and I just so regret it. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 because uh, without doing this, you wouldn't have come to the realization that you came to, which is ultimately a good thing for you. All right, you needed well, you needed to go through this whole thing to come out the other end, right? Yeah. So hopefully, I can deliver on that. I don't know if I am or not. I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. So, First step we'll see. is 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 the realization, right? It's the knowing, it's the admitting to the problem. Yep, yep. I tell you so what. Let's talk. I tell you what. Yeah, sorry, what? let me let me take a break. All right, I'll let I'll let you calm down a little bit. Okay, because we have a new sponsor today that I'm really happy about, and I think they might I'm, make you feel a bit better. I'm pumped about this. I'm legitimately excited. So this episode of the Pen Addict is brought to you by Hoban Cards. Hoban Cards create affordable, beautiful custom letterpress printed calling cards. Just stop what you're doing right now and go to HobanCards.com. That's H-O-B-A-N-C-A-R-D-S.com because they're just beautiful. So you should just stop what you're doing right now and go and look. And then you can come back and listen to me say the rest of this because their stuff like is just fantastic. I've known about these guys forever. Um, Hoban Cards is perfect for people who don't need a lot of business cards, but they want a small batch of cards for special interactions. Maybe you're going to a conference and you want to impress people, or you're going to a really important business meeting and you know you, you want to be able to give a card to someone. They're going to go, hmm, it's a pretty fancy person I've got right in front of me. You know, they, <laughs> you know, you want to make that kind of first impression that's like you've made it. You know, that's and you want to make an impact. That's what the type of thing that Hoban Cards does because. Their stuff is just so, just such, such fantastic looking. Um, they have eighteen gorgeous pre-designed templates to choose from. They're f- they, these guys and girls are totally focused on typography and simplicity. The cards that you'll see from Hoban are just beautifully elegant. Elegant is like the perfect way to describe them, like because they're just classy, handmade, fantastic goods. This is just what every pen addict needs. It's like a perfect pairing. Each card is hand printed on thick 100% cotton paper with great texture using a 1,500-pound letterpress from 1902. This is the <laughs> real deal, right? There is no messing around here. This is like, it's kind of like a pen addict heaven type product, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, totally. 
If you want as well, Hobarm can also provide you matching stationary items like note cards and writing stationery if you so desire. Um, and they they can really help you up your correspondence game, you know. Like mm. if you want to if you want to push that up to the next level, Hoban is the com- Hoban cards, Hoban press. That's the company that you need. There are free samples that you can get from their website, and when you choose to buy some Hoban cards, because I'm sure that you will, you want to use this discount code. It's Washburn. That's W A S H B U R N E. That's going to get you free shipping anywhere in the world. Hey guys, anywhere Ooh. in the world, right? I know that that's something that, that people in the UK and Europe love. You get free shipping. Come on, yeah, this is really. awesome. So it's Washbone of an E, W-A-S-H-B-U-R-N-E, but that will be in the show notes, of course. If you haven't already, go to HobanCards.com to find out and see more for yourself. Thank you so much to Hoban Cards for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. Yes, thank you, Hoban Cards. These are these are beautiful cards, and I've known about them for a while and have never... Um, never bought anything from them but i need to go through this site and um i especially want to look at like these gift cards and do some uh do some different things maybe with that so very cool thank you hoban all right so let's talk about esterbrook for a few minutes and what were you gonna say something no no okay okay so um everyone's wanting to know you know my latest opinion on esterbrook and we've talked about it on previous episodes in passing and how you know, everyone's kind of disappointed in how Esterbrook has, how the new owners of Esterbrook, which is a company called Harpen Brand Holdings, and Harpen is run by a gentleman named Robert Rosenberg. Everyone's kind of disappointed how the new Esterbrook pins look, and they're not really loyal to the history of Esterbrook as far as the design of the pin goes and things of that nature. And to compound the situation, Mr. Rosenberg has taken a very... um aggressive extreme tact in dealing with questions um about the brand insofar as you know deleting comments on facebook um you know asking just basic questions like where's the pin made he's you know purposely vague or he'll just flat out delete he's banned people from the facebook page um he's you know responded really aggressively from his personal facebook account to other people questioning you know he's called people liars um you know he's He's just really, really not handling the question and answer part of what he needs to be doing as his job very well at all. I think he needs help, you know, not from a mental perspective. I think he needs, (laughs) I don't mean that. I think he needs help in his brand. This doesn't have to be this way. This doesn't have to be this way at all, Mike. I'm so adamant about that running a business it does not have to be like this mr rosenberg you need some help in presenting the brand in a better light the things you're doing in this day and age on the internet for everyone to see don't fly the way you're trying to build this brand is not going to be successful if you continue doing this type of thing you have to present a better you have to be a better representative for your brand if you don't believe in what you're doing right now making these pins in china and passing them off as a new esterbrook if you don't believe in that deep down inside your business is going to fail and it doesn't have to you have to enlist the help of the community to understand what you're trying to do 
with this company. If you need the money from this first batch of pens for this Estherbrook J to build on the company and to make the Estherbrook made in America pens that we all want to see, you need to tell us. You need to say, look, this is what we're doing. I'm making these pins in China and I'm making them out of this design and I'm making them out of these acrylics because that's what we need to start this company. This is why I'm doing this and this is exactly what I'm doing it, why I'm doing it. And the feedback you'd be getting would be so much different than what you're getting right now. It would make a massive difference. People would understand what you're trying to do. And while they still, that they may still not buy the pen, but at least you've put it out there on the table. And you're not doing that right now, Mr. Rosenberg. You have to be accessible and transparent and open and honest. You cannot be vague. Your words will get misconstrued. You cannot attack people on the internet. You cannot threaten people. You cannot call people liars in public forums. Deleting your account doesn't make those words go away. It doesn't have to be this way with Estherbrook. You can make this company successful. The community can help you make this company successful. But you have to buy into us. You can't force your will on everybody else. It can be done. We want this to succeed. We want the Estherbrook that we all love buying these vintage pens from. You know, none of us were around when Estherbrook was around the first time. But we've used their products. They're part of America. We love them. And if you're going to take that name and do something with it, you have to have the buy-in of the community. You cannot just force your will on everyone else and try to mold it into what you want. So we're here to help, Mr. Rosenberg. I'm calling on you. Let us help you. This can be done. It does not have to be this way. It does not have to be contentious. It does not have to be rage-filled. It can be helpful, supportive, open, and honest. And that's my call to Mr. Rosenberg. And I would love to talk to you about it sometime, but I'm not going to take your phone calls if it's going to be like I've heard a lot of these other phone calls have gone. So there's going to have to be some change. There's going to have to be some buy-in from you up front in changing this. It's not too late. So that's my call to you. And that's what I have to say on Estherbrook, Mike. Proud of you, man. I like that. All right. Okay. <laughs> So basically, I mean, that's what Brad said. Effectively, it just doesn't look like anything good is coming out of it at the moment. And and I completely agree with you. Like, there is just, just a lot of weirdness and it's a shame. And like, I don't know, like initially it was funny, I think, but now it just doesn't right. feel that way anymore. And, and it's like, you know, just come on. Like, why do, you know... Why do why does things why do things have to be this way? Let's just why can't we all just get along? You know? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. So when I had my 
minor epiphany this morning. I told Mike that, you know, we as our theme song, he needed to play Shiny Happy People from R.E.M. today. Because that's what what we're trying to do today. I want, when I put together this show yesterday, and I, when I got done and had my change of heart in the morning, I was like, this is going to be the biggest depressing negative downer show ever. And I do not sit in front of this microphone to do that. That's crap. I want to have fun. We have so much fun on this podcast, Mike, and I don't want to sit here and just kill people left and right because that's not fun for me. And there's more positive ways to go about things, and I'm going to work on that. And this is the first step. So there you go. Good, because I'll say to you as well, um, this was maybe the first episode of the show I'd not look forward to doing. Mm. When, When I saw those notes... Mm-hmm. Um, that you typed up, I was like, I, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to do it because mm-hmm. I felt like no good will come of it. Mm-hmm. Like especially if you, as you have had some recent interesting requests sent for, to you in a legal matter. Sure. Um, I was like, I don't, I don't want to go through this. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Uh, so I'm, I'm pleased, but I wasn't going to say it to you because, well, I, I didn't want to say it because I could tell right. that you were going through a thing. But now, like, it's good because <laughs> now. You came to what I think is the best, the best thing. This is very like we're we're really going deep today, like on our feelings. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, everyone, for for this. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I mean, I think it had to happen. I mean, I I got to a breaking point. To be quite honest, it was too much for me to take. When I'm sitting there, and my brain is just fried because of negativity around some pen products, I I just got to stop. I mean, I cannot function that way. It's stupid to even try so i want to have this this show and my blog and this whole community this is the most fun positive uplifting community i have ever seen in my life it's freaking amazing we talk about that all the time so i want to focus more on that and all the good stuff and fun stuff we talk about instead of like really dwelling on the negative there's a place to discuss this and i'm fine with discussing it on the show but i need to do it in a different manner than i've done some things in the past so Cool. There you go. Let's talk about some fun stuff, but let's take a second break. Okay. This week's episode of The Pen Addict is also brought to you by Hover. Hover is the best way to buy and manage domains. I'm always seeing Pen Addict listeners, they tweet at us and they tweet to Hover, which I love, by the way, when people do that, um, to say that they've bought a, a domain from this show. And everybody always says good things. And the reason is, is because Hover are good people. Uh, they know what they know how to do what they do, and they know how to do it with great customer service in mind. Right, it's a, a theme for this week's episode. Hover are in a world that selling domain names, which is usually full of scams and just nastiness, or like under like shady practices, right? Or just mm-hmm. doing things that are icky. Is kind of like a good way to describe it. But Hover don't yeah. do any of that. Like, they don't try and upsell you on everything when you go to their site. They give you what's called who is privacy for free. And this basically means that your private information, like your name and your home address, aren't published on the internet. <laughs> because if you don't have who is privacy on your domains, and you should check this with your registrars because you should have it, all of this stuff is really easily found out about you. Right, Brad? Right. Like, who is privacy is something that you oh. need. I've gotten a phone call from off my who is that I didn't know expired, which is honestly on me. But with Hover, I don't have to worry about that because it's never exposed. Yeah. 
because they they just give you it for free. Um, right. the, however, I have all the domain options that you're going to need, like .com, .co, .net, .me, uh, loads of like different country codes and some of the new vanity URLs and stuff as well. They have .coms that start at twelve ninety nine, so they're really well priced, and you get so much more as well. You get great customer support they have no hold no wait no transfer telephone support they have great email support that i've used a bunch if you have a bunch of domains elsewhere doesn't matter how many you have they will transfer them over for free for you using their valet service so they do all of that i really love hover i've used them for years and you should go try them so go to hover.com and you want to use the code atlanta at checkout (laughs) and you'll get 10 percent off your first purchase at hover.com and show your support for this show thank you so much to hover for their continued support of relay fm uh and whilst we're mentioning it thank you again to everyone who has continued to back our project uh where are we now twelve thousand nine hundred and ten dollars brad we're at 414 backers so i think we're gonna we're gonna make the uh the thirteen thousand mark and we've got some some little ideas we're cooking up some some little ideas now and we've had some calls about the video production so i'm i'm really excited about where we're going with the with the kickstarter and the and the pen show and it's given me a great idea for something next year but i'm not gonna say anything about that yet Cool. So we'll we'll definitely talk about uh, that more when we get some more firm ideas. But um, thank you everyone for your support on that. So yep, still it's, have it's been awesome. About two weeks to go. Uh, we're about halfway through. Well, we're halfway through now. So uh, mm-hmm. about two mm-hmm. weeks to go. If you uh, still make sure if you want to get the video of me and Brad, you want to go and back the project. Um, I'll put it in the show notes again uh, this week, so you can do that. Yep. So do you know Bigfoot exists? I got a picture of Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 see, see now this is the show I want to have I want to make you laugh <laughs> I know what this is and what a great way <laughs> so did you see this picture I posted on Twitter this morning of an Instagram picture I found no I saw it in the show notes today that, that was where yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. it but yeah okay so <laughs> I just happened to be scrolling through Instagram and I follow a ton of um, of Japanese accounts on on Instagram and there was a picture of a of a pen shop and it had the first thing that caught my eye was this orange vanishing point. Well, that's not that abnormal. They came out with like the metallic orange vanishing point last year and it's very cool. I've never gotten one. I kind of like if I had one of the metallic ones, I'd really like it, but it doesn't totally speak to me. And actually, I'd probably pick the blue one if I did. But this picture showed the Stormtrooper vanishing point that I've raved about and never own because it's, you know, it's a little bit more expensive. It's made as an exclusive. And then they sent the orange one right next to it. And then they, on the shelf, they put the gunmetal gray right next to it. So the metallic ones are on the bottom, red, purple, blue, and green. And then this tray has the white, orange, and gunmetal. And that got me thinking, is this a new orange vanishing point? Or is this just the orange metallic vanishing point in a different little display? So what are your thoughts on this, Mike? That is I'm, not metallic. That is that is matte orange. The same as it's the... A, it's like an acrylic plastic. It's not metal. It's the same as the... It, because the shine it, on it is exactly the same as the white one next to it. And the mm-hmm. metallic ones that are below it and even the metallic one next to it, you can see it's different. That mm-hmm. is definitely a matte orange. So how cool is that? If that's like really yeah. the case, I love yeah. that. Like this is all in. Did you, what, what language is this? Japanese. Uh, this one I believe is Japanese. And if you go, if you take this to um to Chrome, it'll insta translate that on Instagram, which I didn't realize that until last night. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't really say too much, but 
um, that wasn't. But then when I tweeted it, I had one of our followers, our, our, our good friend uh, Dwayne Lively, who lives in Japan, says, "I know that shop. I'll go check it out for you." Oh wow! <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe, maybe he said maybe. You know, I don't want to put anyone out, but he might have a report back. Um, he believes it's the metallic one. It, I find it odd that they don't show the metallic orange one with the rest of the metallic, so that's my hesitancy. But the way they have it displayed, and it looks more like a flat color instead of a metallic color, I'm, uh, I got my hopes up, so we'll see. I like that you commented on it. Like, in English, everyone else is in <laughs> Japanese. You're like, okay, I need those orange and white VPs. I'm like, yeah. who are you saying it to? <laughs> I didn't care. I was excited. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> So that, that made my morning. So I wanted to point that out. But that leads us into the next topic, Mike. So you're, you're having some issues. Let me, uh, uh, talk to me. Let me help you. Like I can help Mr. Rosenberg. Let me help you. I, I'm in a rut right now. I haven't bought a pen in a long time. Mm. Like quite some time. Like since the ink probably, huh? Do you know what? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Do you ever find your you, you still lost your ink, right? Please don't just talk about. I just don't want to talk about it. Don't make me talk about it. Okay. Never, right. never found it. And it just stops. I've forgotten about it. And he first <laughs> reminded me about it. Um, I still have like. Do you remember that Nexus fountain pen? Do you remember that the Kickstarter oh, yeah. project? Yeah, that's just delayed to like Kingdom Come. That thing. Well, it's actually about to ship. I just got the final. Hey, confirm your address, and uh, it should be shipping in the next couple of days. Not if you ordered a titanium one. Yeah, way to go. Titanium's <laughs> are delayed. So, yeah. I ordered the titanium nib, but, yeah, the titanium bodies are delayed. Yeah. So, like, that that thing. I mean, I understand, like, this stuff happens, but <laughs> what were we, lo- we were looking at November 2014 shipping. So, it's... it's yeah. The problem is, like, and again, there's nothing these guys can do about it because these things happen, but the problem is every backer update that they've sent out since they began, it's like, they're going to be shipping next week. And then it's like two weeks later, it's like, mm, didn't ship. Yeah. You know, I understand I a little bit how production works, and I know you do too, but... Yeah, I can't really say anything. <laughs> yeah, but like, you should have better ideas of your timescales when you're supposed to be a week away. Like, if you're a week away That's from true. shipping, you That's know true. if you're a week away from shipping. Like, mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, these things happen. Like, who am I? I've never made a pen. All right, I've never made a pen. Put my hands up. Like, I haven't, so I don't know. But anyway, I've not made any big purchases, any small purchases for a while, really. Um, And I have no, I mean, there's a couple of things that I would like, but there's nothing that I'm really after. Like, you know, I would quite like the the orange aluminium Twisby, the 580. And a bunch Mm -hmm. of times I've like put it in a cart, but I've never bought it. Um, I've done that too. <laughs> I keep going to buy it and then just don't buy it because I don't know what I'm looking for because I feel so content with what I have right now. Mm-hmm. So like I've been using the Twisby 540 every day and I was writing with it today. I was taking some notes for upgrade and mm-hmm. I was just wrote one sentence and I was like, God damn, I love this pen. I know. <laughs> like just one sentence. I was like, this is just, this is perfect. Um, because I love my 540, and I don't own a 518, and I think, like, will an aluminium one be worse or better? Because it's going to be weighted differently, and part of the thing that I love about this is it's all acrylic plastic, and and it's just nice and light, and it's great, and I love it. Just love it. I love my 540. I've got the 540 ROC. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have one, you should get one, because they sell it again now. I have the first edition, um, which Brad helped me get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just... Just an absolute, fan, just fantastic, fantastic pen. Um, 
I'll put a link in the show notes to Brad's review of the thing. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, look, they're not perfect. They have some some problems. They crack, but their customer service is good, and they will help you. <laughs> out. So I've been like, oh, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. Right. So I've been thinking. I've been tossing this backwards and forwards a bit, and. I feel like I feel a bit bad about it, but I'm not sure why. Like, I feel like I should buy more stuff because of the show. Uh, but then think to myself, like, but it's not like we ever run out of things to talk about. Like, we've always mm-hmm. got stuff to talk about. Right. So I'm thinking maybe now that the pen show will be the break. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to buy stuff at the pen show. Yeah. So I'm thinking yeah, no that doubt. the pen show might be it. Then, of course, I read... On the Kaya review this morning. <laughs> no, I haven't bought one, uh-huh. but I think that's going to have to be the. That's the next thing now because that that review like, ugh. yeah. So I'll definitely bring mine for you to try, and not just that one. I have uh, three three other ones now. Do they have pens like that at the at the pen show? Nope. Hmm, interesting. So, so let me let me talk about your rut real quick, and then we can get back to the Nakaya. Mm-hmm. So. This is the time of year where I reassess. It's not on purpose, but it seems like with the late fall and the run-up to Christmas, there's a lot of purchasing going on. And then once January hits, all the way until the pin show, I buy almost nothing. And I found that to be the case for the last couple of years. And I think just because there's a lot of excess towards the end of the year, when it comes to January and February... It's a little bit quieter, a little bit more downtime, and then a little bit, well, I'll just wait to the pin show and see what I find. So I get in a rut this time of year as far as purchasing goes, but I think it's just in the, I think it's just a down cycle, right? I mean, we can't buy stuff constantly. We, we'd be broke. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of, I feel exactly what you're saying, and I feel like that a couple times a year, and I've started to chomp at the bit here a little bit and I'm trying still trying to hold off till the pen show. I don't know if I can totally or not. But um I've started to make a list for either the pen show or after the pen show if I don't find the things I want. So actually I might have found your next pen, Mike. Oh yeah. And I'm curious to what you think about this. Um if it's not a Nakaya because um it might speak to you you know, uh, regionally. So I'm gonna put this in the show notes so everyone can play along. Cause I just found this last night when I was looking for something else and I was like, Whoa. So check out that link and let me know what you think. And I'll tell everyone it's called the sailor professional gear, Piccadilly night fountain pen. And by Piccadilly, they mean Piccadilly street in London. Piccadilly circus. Piccadilly Circus. They call it Piccadilly Street, but that's wrong. Yeah, Piccadilly Circus. So it's this bright red demonstrator with a white cap made to show off the 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 tint of the lights in you know like a Times Square or Piccadilly Circus that glow in the air. So I don't know if that's a style that you like in a pen, but I thought with the regional aspect to it, um, it might be something. That goes on your wish list. So, so I'm gonna, here's, here's I'm gonna spend your money. Mm-hmm. This is I really like the look of this, but I feel like I have a, a confession to make that I've mm-hmm. never I've never said this before. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't like demonstrators because I think they look cheap. Yeah, I was kind of thinking. I think you might have mentioned that before. And actually, when I put this down, I was like, "Does Mike not like demonstrators?" I kind of think he might not. So that was in the back of my head for I, sure. I'm not. 
I don't feel great about spending three hundred dollars on a clear plastic pe- acrylic pen. Yeah, um, I can there's just that. something about that because, like, I think that the Twisby looks better. It's also clear, but it cost me forty dollars. This right. is three hundred. So that right. nib has to be like complete knockout. And uh, and I know that sailor nibs are good, but I don't think know if they're complete knockout. Now, of course, you, I think you've got. Is this a gold nib sitting on here? Which is probably mm-hmm. why it's so expensive. Yeah. But I look at and it, and it's a limited, and it's a limited edition. There you go. And I really yeah. love the cap. Like it's mm-hmm. got little, it's got little glitter in it, which mm-hmm. is why. But I, I'm not a big fan of the red. But just in general, I, I actually don't. I tend not to like demonstrators. That's why I don't own any. The only demonstrator that can pop into my head that I really loved the look of, and I don't think you ever reviewed this, was that like highlighter pe- pelican. Yeah, I ended up trading that for something else, but that's a really cool pen. I'll, I'll probably get another one one day. I can't even remember what I traded it for now, but yeah. What was that? Two hundred five B, right? Something yeah, yeah. Like the, uh, double double B. Double B. Because um, it's made. It comes with the highlighter ink, so it's literally made to be a highlighter. But you can use any Pelican nib or any ink in there, you know, just fine. And that's that was my plan. But I had an opportunity to trade. I actually traded it for another uh, of the Franklin Christoph, the small uh, pocket forty pens, the red one with a different um. Uh, I bought the, the fire, I traded it for the fire to go with my ice that I already had. So, but I would totally buy the, um, the fluorescent yellow Pelican again, and probably will one day find a good deal on it. I've got a good deal on that. So yeah. So start making a list, figure out what things you might want. And, you know, even if you don't purchase them, you know, kind of toy around with some ideas you know, I've started a list. I want to get the Sailor Pro Gear Sky, which is the blue demonstrator. I'm a huge fan of demonstrators. Um, unlike you, I, I really like that look. And, you know, like the Franklin Kristoff Model 66 Ice that I want to get at the pin show and things like that. So I'm in that rut, but I think it's just the lead up to the Atlanta pin show thing. You know, I'm trying to just hold off until then. So It's the yellow one that I like. Mm-hmm. It's a 205 yeah. highlighter. Yeah, they do a yellow and a green. Yep, they do. Very pretty. And they do yellow and green highlighter fountain pen ink as well. Mm-hmm. I always want one. I've always wanted one of these. Yeah. It's only 80 pounds. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, no, that's I paid less than $100 for mine. But again, I'm not going to buy that that's dumb to buy. Like I'm not going to buy I don't I already have a Pelican. I've already said like mm-hmm. it needs to have a gold nib in it for me. Mm-hmm. Um because I my Pelican, I love it. Yeah, it's just swap it your nib. The gold you nib. Move your move your nib back and forth. That's what I do. I could do it, but I don't. But then, like, I would only want to have that with the highlighter ink in it, which I'd never use. Yeah. So yeah. one gotcha. of the one of the things that has changed for me is I have started to become more practical with money mm-hmm. because I kind of have to be now. So interestingly, um, don't worry about me. I make more money now than I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it, well, but it's different. It's it's different it's though, less, because it's coming from a different source. It feels it's less built secure. On you. Yeah, right. Because it, there's nothing to say that the the ne- that next month will be as good as well. There is, but okay, the, the the next month. Like obviously, we book more than a month in advance of sponsors, right? But like right. you know, there's nothing to say what the future is going to actually be like, or there could be a hold up in payment or whatever. Or like, Absolutely. for example, I'm feeling really on edge right now because I like to have a certain amount of money in the business account, but right. I have spent most of that money buying the flights for Atlanta because I bought the flights now. Mm-hmm. Um, and will just reimburse myself. So again, mm-hmm. there's still money in the business and I have savings in the business as well, so I'm fine. But it puts me on edge 
Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm not at the amount of money I like to be there, you know. So right, but that is trust me, that's a good thing for me because over time i am a person who's always overspent so i'm just being a bit more cautious now with it which is good it's part of growing yeah, up totally totally but yeah I'm so i think that that's actually been part of it it's like i'm looking at things like spending 50 50 pounds or whatever on a, on a new twisby and i'm mm-hmm. like uh, not sure yeah so you know back to the nakaya and i think we'll end it on this mike i had uh and we have a bunch more i want to talk about but we'll we'll save some of these topics till next week including the nakaya review i did on friday but just in relation to that someone commented on that post you know he loved the review he you know has a hard time understanding why someone would spend that much on a pin and i totally understand that and the question he left it with is what's the next grail pin and i was like Hmm. I'm not sure I have an answer for that. So I think that um I think that little bit of discovery uh, we we can look at next week. How about that? Yeah, that's good. See, that's the problem with like buying a pen like the Nakaya is where do you go? Like right. where do you go after that? I mean, we're gonna look at it, but like that is the 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 thing about a pen like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. You know, I've uh you know, I've bought other Nakayas since that one. And um, but I don't know that there is something beyond that, and I'm okay with that because I'm I'm pretty excited to look at some other pins and uh, some other price points. It, it's not all about price; it's about you know what appeals to me and what yep. looks good and what I think I will use most importantly. So that's what it's all about. So so I'm definitely I'm definitely got my eyes on an Akaya, but I'm not in a rush. Yep, like like exactly. like how I always was about the Lamy Two Thousand. I always wanted right. one, but was never in a rush to get one. And then when uh, Pan Chalet had a great deal on it, they were doing one at a discount. I bought one mm-hmm. straight away, you know? Exactly. Because yeah. it made I've sense. Done that. Right. And I've done that with other pins before. That's why I keep a list to where if something on my list happens to pop for a really good price, I'll, I'll jump on it then. You know, you don't have to rush out today and buy a pin just because it's on your list. Maybe and maybe I, the, the solution is just to force Ron to buy it, buy some Nikaias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't see that happening. It's not going to happen, no. yeah. <laughs> I don't even think Ron could get a good deal on those. <laughs> All right, bud. Let's wrap it up. All right, I think we've... We've had a. I feel good. Good. I feel. I feel positive. I'm working on some things mentally, and I think it came out okay. We'll see, and uh, we'll one step at a time. We'll take it from there, and I think. Uh, I think we got it. Uh, got it together. Happy for you, man. If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, you want to take yourself over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 141. Thanks again to our sponsors this week, Hoban Cards and Hover. If you want to find us online, I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, and Brad is at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, and Brad writes at penaddict.com. And we'll be back next time. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Brad. I'll speak to you later. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.